How's it going, lovebirds? You are now listening to the podcast that brings you good relationship advice from real relationship experiences. This is episode number 21 of the Good Relationships Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Brown Jr., the Good Company Relationships Expert. And if you're in need of daily motivation or relationship tips, you can follow us on Instagram. Just search Good Relationships Podcast in the search bar and you should find us. On today's show, we have a very, very special guest, Miss Kelsey Arneson. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing really good. Good. Kelsey is a fitness coach and a student at Palmer College of Chiropractic. Could you tell us a little bit more about what you have going on? Yeah, so um, like Derek said, I am a health and fitness coach, but I'm also a first trimester student at Palmer College of Chiropractic. Just started in October on my journey to officially complete my doctorate in the year 2022, so I'm very, very excited about that. In my side time, free time, when I find it, I am a health and fitness coach. I coach online and in person. It's something that is super, super fun for me to do, a great way to get to know people in my community and expand my knowledge and network with as many people as I can. So I really, really enjoy doing it. Okay, okay. Is there a way that people can like reach you if they need like any fitness advice? Yeah, absolutely. So you can reach me on Instagram at Kelsey underscore Arneson 22, or you're more than welcome to email me at Kelsey Arneson Fitness at gmail.com. Cool, cool. Um, <laughs> so lovebirds, today's topic is, is very, is very solid. I think that you will really enjoy what we have for you today. The topic today is healing from a relationship and developing one with yourself. Again, that's healing from a relationship and developing one with yourself. And you know how we do. We're going to go straight into the topic with some questions for Kelsey. And my first question is, what do you feel like is necessary in order to heal from your past relationship? Yes, so uh, this question. First off, I want to give the disclaimer to all the lovebirds listening and everybody listening that I don't want this session to sound like I am bad-mouthing or bad-bashing my ex for any reason. He was a re- He's a really, really good person. He's going to do absolutely amazing things in this world. Just wasn't the person for me. I do pray for him, and I wish the best for him and know that definitely he's going to make somebody extremely, extremely happy someday. So I'm so thankful for that and thankful that I had the time with him. It just wasn't the person and the right timing for me. So I want everybody to kind of be a little bit aware of that. But going into this question, what do I feel like is necessary in order to heal from a past relationship? So I'll give you guys kind of a little bit of a background of what I did recently getting out of a relationship and kind of how that process looked for me. So In the beginning, uh, quite after, recently after I had gotten out of my relationship, I was talking to my cousin on the phone and she had mentioned to me that she wanted me to take into consideration all the things that I was feeling, every emotion that I was going through, and she wanted me to write them down on a piece of paper. And honestly, the day that the breakup happened, everything like that, it was way too fresh to do, so I wouldn't recommend doing that right away. But about a week or so later, I sat down and I started to think about everything that I was frustrated with that upset me that just was wasn't ever working out ideally in the situation that I wanted to be involved in and so I compiled a list of after the past two years that had gone by just things that frustrated me and not a lot of these things I don't want you guys to think that they were just caused by him they were a lot caused by me too but I realized 
what I got out of this situation was truly figuring out what made me happy, what didn't make me happy, what was going to provide me happiness in the future. And if I ever felt these things again, or if I felt this sadness or this overtaking of emotions and not confidence, that it was going to be a red flag in the future. Mm. So it's something that was really beneficial for me to sit back kind of get myself in check and figure out what I really wanted, but what I wanted for myself. Mm. And I had to do that. I had to work through those really, really, really emotional times. And honestly, that that grieving process, that's really important for people to go through. That might look different for everybody, but definitely figuring out what was the cause of why I wasn't as happy as I was in the beginning. Not necessarily what was the cause of everything you know, crumbling or falling apart because it, it, it wasn't like that. But just really, what was the root of my emotions? What was the core of my feelings? And what are the avenues that I was experiencing that led to those feelings? Why was I truly feeling those certain ways? And discovering all of that, which is a very, I would say, for lack of better terms, like grueling and enduring process, but one that's absolutely necessary and was absolutely necessary for me to go through. Well- what is the what did the grieving process look like for you so for sure right away i had i mean i had spent a lot a lot of time with him we had spent you know two years together it's that's a up until now was a significant chunk of my life and right away i was sad i was so 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 sad and i think that's normal I cried and and cried and cried and I was angry. I was just frustrated because I felt like I had tried to do everything that I could and I tried to vocalize all the things that I was feeling to fix everything. And I'm a type of person who has a fixer personality, so I was trying to fix everything. And I think it was just sort of a, I felt like I had been defeated. Like I, I wasn't giving up, but I was, I was forced to give up. Like there was just nothing left for me to give. There was nothing, anything like that. So I was extremely, extremely sad. But I also found the light in it too, that it was it was gonna finally be time to focus on myself and that there was honestly a lot of things that I needed to work out for just me and not have anybody else involved. So I feel like that's definitely kind of what that process looked like, starting out with anger, frustration, sadness, but seeing the positives and seeing the light in it as well. Mm. What kind of like changes did you like start to make on yourself during that process? So I definitely, I set goals for myself, but I set you know, even small goals that were attainable and things that I was really going to commit to going to the gym four days a week. I was going to get my nutrition on track. I was going to call and talk to my parents every single day. I was going to do the things that I had said I wanted to do for so long. And I was going to start to really be the person. And I started becoming the person that I hoped other people saw me as. So I just started making little changes. I started doing more devotions in the morning, spending more time with the Lord, making friendships, making relationships, complimenting people because the world doesn't have enough of that and just genuinely trying to be as good of a person as I could be. Mm. That's what I did. (laughs) That's solid. That's solid. So at some point, do you feel like you had um, like a relapse moment where you may have wanted that relationship to work again or anything like that? Or did you just like completely remove yourself from the entire uh, situation and just start to focus on you and building that new relationship with yourself and you, you know what I mean yeah absolutely so actually uh, we had uh, I had broken off the relationship one other time actually a year prior and I noticed that when I started feeling the same things that I'd felt when I originally broke it off in the first place that 
if I was feeling these things again, there was a reason I was feeling them again, and I didn't want to be stuck in a cycle that I could never get out of. So I just kind of took a step back and said, I think that this is best for both of us. And it wasn't fair for me to drag him along if I didn't think that it was going to work. I mean, he deserves happiness and honesty as well. And so I just decided that I thought that's what was going to be best for both of us. And I just knew that I had tried to make it work another time. I really did and invested all that I could. And I just decided the second time around feeling that way, that I just needed to really focus on myself that time and figure out why I was feeling that way, exploring those feelings more, but exploring those by myself. Mm, that makes sense. Would you say that that feeling that you had is kind of like a, um, I don't want to say obvious, but just like a feeling that you knew that it wasn't going to work out? You feel like other people may be in those situations where like they know the situation may not be the best for their health, the other person's health, but they're kind of just kind of sticking around just because mm -hmm. they they really care about the person. Yeah, that de that definitely was me. I was just, I was dragging it out. I was just trying to make it work. But it, I mean, I think you can really tell because conversations become superficial. They don't become in-depth anymore. You, mm. you feel like you're falling in and out of love with that person or you might not even be in love with that person anymore. And I definitely think that was coming to school, starting a new environment, being in a different state where I didn't know anybody and really realizing, okay, I was already on my own. I am on my own now and I'm okay and I can do this. And I think that was kind of the feeling that I got of I'm going to be okay. I don't want to hurt him in any way, shape or form. And I think it's just going to be best for me to be open and honest and just communicate with him that I just don't think that it's, it's what either one of us needed at that time. And, and that was that. Wow. I think that's phenomenal because <clears throat> you not only were thinking about yourself, but you were really thinking about him and mm -hmm. his happiness too. Absolutely. And okay, I think that's that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so question number two: Were there phases that you went through after the breakup? I know you said there was like that grievance period, and I know that you you were working through this whole entire thing. We were talking a little bit before the podcast um, that got you to this point where you were feeling really powerful mm -hmm. and what what were like those phases that you went through in between to get to that point where you felt like super independent confident mm -hmm. um and like I said powerful yeah so uh, as we kind of talked about before uh I finished my undergrad degree in three years and uh, from the time I started at Palmer to the time I was done with undergrad was about a six month waiting period and in that waiting period, I describe it as that because all I did was wait. Mm. I was very stagnant. My life was very, very sedentary. I wasn't really doing anything different. I was going through the motions, working two jobs, unhappy with what I was doing. And I just really felt stuck. And I felt like, honestly, at that point, I mean, nothing could nothing could get me out of it. I just, I had to wait until I could start school again, be in a new environment with new people. And when I got to Palmer at the end of those six months in October, that was really all these things leading up to just feeling so powerful, just leaving old friendships behind, leaving old relationships behind with all different kinds of people that weren't unhealthy and realizing that I was doing it for me mm. and I was doing it for the benefit of my own self and being selfish and cutting people off as a selfless act for myself, mm. which is extremely difficult to process through. But I gained all of, I don't even know if I would say, feeling of like powerfulness but just confidence and just that I can do this I'm going to do this and what my goals and dreams are and my aspirations and what I wish for my life might not involve the people that are there right now but mm -hmm. that's okay mm -hmm. that's completely okay so coming to a new state coming to an, a completely new environment like I said was fine of like 
finally like, you know, God handing this opportunity to me on a silver platter and being like, here you go. Take everything that you've struggled with and you've made it through in the past and realize that I, that you've gone through this for a reason and now use it to your advantage and live the life, your life, the way you've wanted to live it for a long time. Yeah, I think that's important. Mm -hmm. I mean, it sounds like you took into account how important your like mental health is, your health in general towards whatever dreams you have in life and you knew that even though it'd be tough you had to do away with old friendships especially like the romantic relationship that you had in order to kind of get to a new place to a new environment Mm -hmm. that you knew that would you know bring along those new changes to better yourself to become a better version of yourself 100 percent. so do you think that like people need to go through that environment change or like the the change where they need to kind of do something new especially when they go through like a a romantic situation like that i absolutely think that it totally depends on the the person for Mm. sure and it's just kind of whatever that that person needs if somebody is a kind of person that is not goal i don't want to say goal oriented but doesn't have set things in in place and they're just kind of fly by the seat of their pants and hopes it work out kind of thing maybe you do really need a reality check and a change of situation i think that definitely looks looks different for for everybody else Mm -hmm. i mean for me it definitely was forcing me to be uncomfortable and putting me in a situation where there was no familiarity around me at all and uh, maybe that that might work for other people. You know, if you're feeling like you just, if you have an ambition and a drive to do something different and you're just stagnant in your life and you're not doing anything different, maybe you really do need to go do something different mm. and maybe you just need to kick yourself in your butt, in your own butt and be like, let's go do it. Right, let's, right. you know, let's make it happen. But I mean, sometimes people figure it out in the situations that they're in and just looking at all different kinds of avenues. It truly depends on your personality type, but knowing who you are as a person, how you react to situations, how you react to opportunities is definitely going to be the avenue that you need to take in order to get out of something like that or to figure out something else for sure. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I mean, even in my own situations, I feel like the change of environment was healthy for me. Uh, just for the simple fact that whenever I was into things that were unhealthy for me, that environment had a lot to do with it. The people around me had a lot to do with it. And I was so easily sucked back into those things when I was in that environment versus removing myself from the environment into a more healthy situation, which allowed me to kind of honestly say no to things more easily. So Mm -hmm. I, I do agree that like, it may not be for like everyone, but if someone is kind of like just stuck in that situation where they're like, um, I, you know, I, I'm trying to do everything I can to get over this person. I'm trying to move on in my life, become a better me. Then maybe a change of scenery would be, you know, really good. You might meet some new people, some more people who have like goals similar to yours. Um, it sounds like that's kind of what happened with you um, or people that can help you get through whatever relationship that your um, situation that you're going through. Yeah, and I think honestly something that I would give a piece of advice to everybody listening is something that really hit me hard in 2018 was if somebody or something is not bringing you towards something 
or bringing you towards the person you want to be, the goal that you're achieving, they actually might be bringing you away from it. Mm. So that might be a really good thing to think about. And if you do need a change of scenery, if you do need to go somewhere else and experience somewhere else, like ask yourself that first for sure. That if, if is this person or is this thing bringing me towards what I want to do, or is it bringing me away from it? And that might that might make the decision a little bit easier or thinking about that. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember we were talking a little bit like I said before the podcast again, about people being lessons versus blessings in your life. Could you speak a little bit more about that? Yeah, so my mom always told me when I was younger that people come into your life for four reasons, a reason, a season, or a blessing, or a lifetime. Mm. And everybody in your life will fit into that category. Some people will fit into more than one, but knowing that every single person that walks in your life is made to impact you for a reason, good, bad, ugly, great, it, they come in all walks of life. We all know that. But just trusting and trying to figure out that relationship and what that relationship looks like with that person, when you understand that, it's going to be so much more beneficial for you. You can realize, is this person building me up for success or are they maybe a factor that's that's tearing me down and holding me back from what I really want to do? So I kind of classify people into those things. I don't want to put like people in classifications, <laughs> but it helps you figure out yeah. who are your people, who are your biggest supporters, your biggest fans, your day ones, the people that have always been there, always will be there, and the people that are maybe just along for a short ride. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, my next question, question number three, do you feel like it's healthy to be single in order to heal from a relationship? Or do you think it's okay to move on to someone else and heal while in another relationship. <laughs> I've thought about this question a lot, and I've honestly prayed about it a lot. And the consensus, 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 I can't say that word, <laughs> that I've come to has been it's totally 100% situational and individual based. Some people, depending on your personality, might jump right into another relationship. Some people might end up being single for three years. It, it's totally dependent on what the person needs at that time. And so that's why I say I feel like it can be different for everybody. Because for me personally, getting out of the relationship that I was in, I'm a people person. I love talking to people. I can talk to anybody and everybody about anything. And I usually can find something in common with somebody else, which is what I really enjoy about my personality. So for me... I wanted to be around people. I wanted to make new friendships. I wanted to have new connections with people just because I felt like for so long, I just, not that I couldn't do those things, but I was just holding my own self back from those things. And so to have that ability and to have that new light in my life, I was like, yes, let's go for it. I want to make all these friends. I was just starting school. Like I had a goal in mind to just meet everybody. But some people I definitely think, and I went through this too, where I just, I needed to be alone. I needed to be able to cry by myself. I needed to be able to grieve by myself. I needed to be able to go to the gym by myself, to go do things out in public by myself, just to be alone for a while. Mm -hmm. And there's definitely different days where I felt different things. And whatever you're feeling at whatever point and whatever time that is post-relationship, in-relationship, pre-relationship is fine. You just, I just really had to realize that I needed to do what was best for me and what was best for me meant different things at different times. So I don't think there's a one size fits all. I don't think that everybody can classify into one category. If everybody would, we'd have all of our problems figured out, right? And it would <laughs> right. be, we wouldn't, you know, have to have these conversations about what to do, etc. But for me, definitely, it was just figuring out what I wanted for myself and actually having time to focus on myself, not having ties to anything else, not having ties to another city, just me 
my goals, my aspirations, my dreams, and writing out a board and a dream board of how I was going to accomplish that. And whether that means another person, you know, coming into my life or other people staying out of my life, that's, that's, that's a hard question because it's situational for sure. Mm. What's a dream board? A dream board. This, <laughs> a dream board is something I highly recommend all of you to do is just writing down absolutely everything, the wildest, the craziest, the things that you want to do. So it's kind of like a bucket list, but just a board of just crazy, crazy things. And no matter how big your dreams are, if they scare you a little bit, good. You know, if they don't, make them a little bit bigger. And it's just all the things that in the next year I want to accomplish, in the next five years I want to accomplish, in the next 10 years, just so I'm constantly looking futuristic, appreciating definitely where I've come from and all the things that have gotten me to the place that I want to go where I am now. But how can those things help me to where I'm going and how am I going to get there? And what am I going to do daily actions to get there every single day? And I encourage you all to do this and hang it up next to your bed, hang it up on your fridge, hang it up somewhere you're going to see it every single day so you remind yourself what you're working towards. Mm. And I think that's just personal and self-development and growth every single day is so, so important in order for you to attain any any of those goals for sure. Do you feel like that's been like a big part of your healing? Oh, absolutely, 100%. Having something that I can look forward to every single day, having purpose, having drive, knowing now why I'm put on this earth because I took the time to invest in myself. I took the time to work through those really, really uncomfortable days when I was just like, I don't want a life today. I don't want to, I don't want to be a human today. I just don't want to do anything. And I worked through that and I understand, I understood what the value it was for me to work towards things. And now that has been, that has been a saving grace for me for sure. For, for healing is just being able to see what my vision is, what my goal is, what my dreams are and doing something for it every single day and not, not doing anything for it for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, I remember you um, <clears throat> spoke a little bit about, you know, people making a list and was it that they kind of like classify the things that they're looking for in a potential partner or um, do you encourage that? Like if you're, if you are in a place of singleness and you kind of like know that you want to be in a relationship sometime in the future, but you want to not settle for just any uh, I don't know any Jack or Joe, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> or Derek. I don't know. <laughs> I just throwing names out there. Um, what What would you say as you're as you've reached this place of being single, working towards your dreams, and you know, like one day, like I say, you'll be in a relationship. What What is that process like? What does that um, thought process look like for you on a daily basis? Do you ever like look at guy friends as maybe being potentials are you just not focused on that kind of thing at all right now or do you kind of just have like that list of the kind of guy you want just tucked away somewhere and you're kind of in the back of your mind looking for that guy what what is that does that so, sound familiar yeah i understand what you're saying i think right away like i said that list was just purely situational for me like getting out of that relationship writing down all the things that I was frustrated with, disappointed with, but I don't want everybody to think like I was disappointed or frustrated just because of him. Like that I was an mm -hmm. equal player in that relationship. It takes two people to have a relationship. And I definitely that list for sure helped me develop, okay, these are the characteristics that I want in somebody. These are the things that matter to me and knowing that when you have that idea <laughs> of somebody that you want or somebody that you've been in a relationship with that just wasn't healthy for you, it allows you to not 
settle for things. So I mm. think for me, it was a precursor for now every other friendship that I have or every other, you know, you know, person I could get into a relationship with. Am I starting to feel the same way that I was, you know, because that's a red flag, you know, it's all of those things that if I felt this way once and this is how I reacted to it because I wrote those things down, I know that, Hey, this might be, this might be the same thing or might be situational. It might be completely out of context. I don't know, but it just gives me a place to evaluate for that for sure. And definitely in my life, I've been blessed with some amazing people that have come into my Mm -hmm. life in my short time at Palmer and, you know, definitely just, just good, genuine people that I know that are going to be in my life for the rest of my life. But I had to get out of that, that situation of just (laughs) being unhappy and being, you know, stressed out all the time. And I don't necessarily, I wouldn't say, you know, I'm like, out there prowling around like <laughs> looking for anything I definitely I have really really special people in my life for sure and what whatever that will that will turn into is is something for the future and that's in God's hands right now I just think it's important to to focus on myself knowing that I do have really really good people in my life and just just give it up to God so mm. it's kind of a hard mm. question to answer so no I think you answered that really well so and this is a question I didn't expect to myself to ask, but um, <clears throat> do you ever fear yourself being in another similar situation like you were in the past in that relationship that you got out of? If you would have asked me that two years ago, I would say yes. Mm. If you ask me that right now, I will tell you absolutely not. Mm, why? Because uh, taking the time to you know, be so frustrated, be so mad. All of those emotions were for something. And it was for something for me to realize my self-worth and my confidence. And I know, I don't want to say like, I know when I see it now, but I truly start to realize like, oh, yep, this little tip of this person Mm -hmm. is going to maybe amount to that in the future. And and I'm not, you know, judging people right away or basing people off first impression, but I, I just I genuinely know that I will not be in that situation again because I've worked so hard on myself to not even give off that vibe. And I think a lot about it, like my past relationships that I was in, like in high school, et cetera. Like if I wasn't happy with them, like what did that say about me? Like what kind of person was I portraying myself as if I was in that situation, you know? It's like I'm no better person than the person I was in a relationship with. So now I definitely 100% know that I will not be in that situation again. I won't let myself get to that point in the situation. And I think I have a lot of, I guess, just precursors built up to know that, hey, this might translate into this situation. And if, you know, if I'm worried about it, just explore it more and just talk to that person more. See what their real intentions are, honestly, and just and just go from there. And, and by precursors, you mean like red flags? And yeah, absolutely. Red flags of just, you know, if, if somebody you know, treats their mom bad or somebody treats their dad bad. Mm. You know, if they're in a relationship with me, someday they might be treating me like that and that's not right. something that I want or, you know, just just things like that. Definitely red flags that if somebody, you know, is mean to their friends or puts their friends down, eventually I'm going to be the one that's put down and right. nobody needs that. So if don't be afraid to, I don't want to say not like something like about somebody, but if something bothers you about somebody and you know, you 
that that's okay. It's okay to not have, you know, you don't have to like every single person in your life. Mm-hmm. And if it's something that feels substantial enough that you feel like you couldn't pursue a relationship with that person, don't. Mm. Just flat out don't. I mean, honestly, that's that's what I would have what I would have to say about that. Sorry, that got a little bit away from the question. I know that was that was perfect. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I completely agree. I think that you know, sometimes and I'm a victim of this myself, we get into that mindset that you know, everyone else is in the relationship that they want to be in and that time is ending for us. So we need to hurry up and jump in one. Um, and I I definitely don't think that's true. I think that it's more healthy and it's, it's more even strategic to just be patient and kind of, you know, figure yourself out, figure out the things that you actually want, right. you know, figure out the things you actually want in a partner, become mm-hmm. those things so that you yeah. you're not just, you know, asking for something that's impossible or, or unattainable and just like you said if there's something that you don't like don't be afraid to walk away don't be afraid mm-hmm. to even you don't I mean you don't have to like throw it in their face and be no. like yeah I, I, I this thing that you do is why I'm leaving <laughs> it's like no. no somebody else may love that thing mm-hmm. you know and I, I believe uh maybe in a, a few episodes ago we we're talking about like just loving a person's flaws it's like yes. every there's going to be people that love certain things about you and you're gonna love certain things or certain quirks or cheesy things about people, and uh, they may not know why. I don't know. They may be like, "Why do you like the way that I laugh?" You know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, my whole point is that it's it's okay to not like things, and it's okay to like people for certain things. And I think that you have a good point, and that it's safer and healthier to just walk away because at the yeah. end of the day, you know, your happiness matters, right. and that person would be. Like you say, you wouldn't be doing that person a favor if you stuck around mm-hmm. and even tried to be whatever person that they think that you are. Yeah. It's, and, it's not healthy for either one of you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And truly, when you say about how, you know, being patient, I definitely didn't expect to share this, but I feel called to share this. I completely, as cliche as I'm going to sound, the person that is meant for you is going to come in your life when you absolutely least expect it. And that's definitely like what happened to me and I won't go into too much detail about it but I definitely know that like this person that came into my life is the person that I'm going to be with for the rest of my life and to you know have him being brought into my life at at the time that he was was completely unexpected I blew me out of the water I still you know thank God and ask God why every single day because it's just so amazing but just being patient and just Yes, it's it's hard and a lot of people are like, Oh, my friends are having they're getting married and they're having mm-hmm, kids and mm-hmm. stuff like that, then then fine. Then you might someday too. It's just not your time right now. But think of it as time to invest in time to grow through things so that when you meet your person, you've already been through that stuff. Mm. You've already really done the core ground hard work of figuring out who you are and definitely you will grow with that person in a relationship for sure. Like I'm not I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, go through those things. Go through those things by yourself. Figure out who you are by yourself so that when you get in that relationship, you can realize how just how much you've overcome and how beneficial it is now to have that person in your life, but that you'll be thankful for everything that you went through mm. before you met them because a lot of the times you're going to figure out the, the things that you went through and the things that you struggled through or things that they also struggled through, and you wouldn't be able to be together unless you went through those things. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. So trust that process. It's going to be enduring. It's going to feel sometimes like 
why am I doing this? Why am I putting myself through this? But just every every single day, just invest in yourself and just discover more things out about yourself. I think that's the coolest thing when I learn things about myself, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. No, I think you just gave the lovebirds a a secret to finding the relationship that you want and I think that's amazing because I just learned something too um, and it sounds like focus on yourself build that relationship with yourself <clears throat> go through life and all of its random occurrences go through those situations and then out of nowhere when you least expect it you'll get that relationship that you wanted from the beginning from just going through that process of loving yourself and mm-hmm. and I think that's uh, amazing just basically mm-hmm. saying invest in yourself like invest in yourself love yourself don't think about the relationship just do your best to become the best version of you and then it'll come it'll come and then once it comes then you'll already be that Mm -hmm. solid individual and you'll really be able to bless that person that you're in a relationship with so i think that was like a like an easter egg (laughs) i hope hope so honestly and i i can promise you all that that person is going to be more than you ever dreamed of, and everything that you ever thought you want you wanted in somebody, they're going to be even more than that. So be ready, and you know where to find me when that happens to you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> question number four: What things have you learned about yourself while healing from your past relationship? That's a hard question too. I think genuinely that I just need to stay true to myself. If I want to, if I wanted to do something and it was on my heart and I was being called to do it, I need to do it. And I think for me, it was just serious, just confidence in myself, just self-love, self-appreciation, just feeling like I was, I was winning. Like I was on the, you know, I was, I didn't have to go down and feel like I was hitting rock bottom anymore that I can, I can do the things that I set out to do. I have people that are rooting for me. People will... People will always come and go, but the right people will stay for sure. And just just trusting in the process that if I feel like it's something that I need to do and I'm passionate about something, to go for it and to do it and to not let anybody tell me no, unless they have, of course, like the best intentions for me. Mm. And definitely just, yeah, just, just trusting in the process, just trusting in myself and doing things for myself, taking care of myself and... Just go out and, and do the things that you say you're going to do. Mm. Actually live out that 2019 New Year's resolution. <laughs> Don't be that person every single year that's like, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, and then you never do it and you're just disappointed with it. Go out, do it. Even if it scares you, Just that's what I that's what I learned for sure is just do something bigger and better than I ever could be alone and you're going to discover so much about yourself. Mm. And I, I know you were talking a bit about not lying to yourself i know you plugged a book and i'm sure people would love to know what that book is you know the title better than i do so mm-hmm. i'm not gonna even try to attempt <laughs> it but um if you could talk a little bit more about like like what you're saying you know discovering yourself not really lying to yourself and kind of like how you learned about that process and what you went through what that was like for you sure so the book is called girl wash your face by rachel hollis highly recommend if you're a guy if you're a girl if you're in a relationship if you're not in a relationship if you have kids you don't have kids Married, not married, read it. Seriously, hands down, one of the changed my life. And this book is all about lying to yourself and how, as we were talking before, think about the one person in your life that you could never lie to. For me, that's my dad. I love my dad so, so, so much, and I could never look at him and, and with the sweet, caring personality that he has and lie to him about anything. So 
I need to take that into consideration for my own life too. If I wouldn't lie to my dad, why would I lie to myself? Mm. And that that's just as simple as, let's say that I said I was going to go to the gym and uh, I was going to work out at 4 o'clock, okay? And let's say that it comes 4 o'clock and I'm not at the gym. And then it's 6 o'clock and then I'm not at the gym. And I still haven't gone and then three days goes by and I haven't gone. A week goes by and I haven't gone. And I'm continually lying to myself. And if I put myself in a a different situation to think about if I lied to my dad that way repeatedly day after day after day how disappointed he would be in me because you know he's one of those people that I don't have to try to be anybody else but myself so why is it acceptable and why do we as a society think that we can lie to ourselves every single day mm. you know what with the smallest of things if you wouldn't lie to your best friends and you wouldn't bail on your best friends why do you bail on yourself you know, why do you why do you bail on yourself not going to the gym? And I think that's really, really important is it's a gut check. It's getting yourself in check and thinking about, okay, what are the things that I told myself I was going to do and why am I not doing them? What is keeping me from doing them? And then you obviously can evaluate your goals. Are they attainable? Are they in a timely fashion that you can actually complete them? Are they realistic? All mm. of those different things. But it starts with trusting yourself and actually not not lying to yourself not telling yourself you're gonna you're gonna do things and not do them and back out on them it's holding yourself accountable because you cannot expect anybody else you cannot hold anyone else accountable until you are holding yourself accountable and that is truly what i learned in my last relationship i could not expect anything from him until i expected more of myself Mm. and that's why i truly say it's i he's not a bad person he's going to do great things for the world i just was not in a place that i could be in that situation anymore and so yes that's in relationships but that's in i mean life in general too that you hold your hold yourself to the same standard you hold your your hero or your idol to and if you if, if it would hurt you to disappoint them, don't disappoint yourself. Wow. Yeah. Do you have any last words or tips for these lovebirds? Last words or tips for these lovebirds? I have a whole bunch of things, but it doesn't <laughs> relate to this at all. Um, it's not really, I guess, about, about love, because I definitely put the plug in there of you're going to find your person when you least expect it, but... Just be kind in the world, and everybody that you meet is going through something that you have absolutely no idea about. You don't know their situation, you don't know their story, and maybe you do, but if you're not in that exact identical situation or have never felt those things, just be kind, listen more than you speak, and just be be open and creating a relationship with everybody that you can, because like we were talking before, honestly, Somebody who you might have thought you had a pointless interaction with six months ago or six years ago mm-hmm. could be a life-changing, monumental person in your life now. And go into every single day and ever, every interaction with the best intention and just just be kind to people. Be kind to the world. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Okay, okay. I definitely agree with everything you just said. Mm-hmm. Well, lovebirds, you heard it from Kelsey. Be kind to everyone, especially yourself, and don't lie to yourself. Please don't. (laughs) (laughs) It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It'll catch up. It's not worth it. I'm telling you that from experience. It'll catch up. Mm -hmm. And Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, If that's that's everything, I just want to thank you again for taking your time. I know you're a busy student. You said 28 credits. That's just a lot going on. Yeah. That's a that's a lot. Um, so I just want to thank you for coming on the show. Um, I know that 
you have a lot of stuff going on. I know that you will most likely be featured on the show again. I hope so. <laughs> um, and if people, if people you love birds, if you need to reach out to Kelsey or me, if you have any questions about this episode or any episodes in the past, you can message her, you can message me, any of the other guests on the show. You can message us directly on the Good Relationships podcast page on Instagram. Feel free to go crazy. I'm sure they would love to answer any of your of your questions or even just, um, you know, meet you. So yeah, I'd love to meet anybody and everybody. If you have any questions about kind of what I went through, more of my situation, I definitely would disclose that and, you know, another time. But for sure, if you have any questions about fitness, health, chiropractic, just my life in general, things that I've gone through, please shoot me a message. I'm open. I'm open to anything. So I love new friends. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Well, okay, love birds. That's all we got for you today. And as always, stay blessed, not stressed. Thank you again, Kelsey. <laughs>